with our with our quick edge V bracket, you're looking at 14 ounces, right? Uh, you know the the uh, the design of it and and the manufacturing of it make it in, incredibly strong. You're you're hanging a 14 ounce bracket on a on a you know a three or four or six thousand pound ratchet strap, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you're not carrying up that that that. There's two things with respect to the tree stands. It's it's the weight of them and it's also the mass. So these these things are typically fairly big. You get into some of the larger platform stands. It's a big product. It's not always about how heavy they are. It's about it's about handling this big device, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. So when when you when you're installing a fork. Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in. Wise presents Welcome to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge in the studio with Mr. Redbone, Mike Crace, and Wayne Locke. Wayne Locke is finally back in the studio. I survived. You did survive the open heart. <laughs> the open heart. Wayne, knock on wood. Please, knock on that wood. My, my wife has just she sent a card to the surgeon and said, thank you for finally giving him a heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, it's a pretty tough time for you, man. You're still healing? Yeah, still healing. Uh, last week, even you said on the ride down here that uh, I didn't even look right. I, you know, I was still gray in the face, and, and that I would get winded real real quick just even walking to the mailbox and that. But this week has actually been a pretty good week. Uh, making it to the mailbox and back, not using my walker no more, so that's a plus. Um and uh, got and color, and I finally got color back. So, and you're building that house, you know. You're, you're well. That's yeah. That's I'm getting the. Uh, let me uh, let's rephrase <laughs> what you just said. I'm getting the equipment to build the house yeah. and the supplies, but I ain't touching nothing yet. <laughs> I can't even lift a nail gun. Linda Bird told me she went over there the other she day did. to help you unload some flooring or something. Yeah, uh, I had uh, some uh, fresh cut, uh, rough cut uh, two by fours made. Yeah, and uh, I had uh, she helped me stack them up and space them so that we could put some fans on them and stuff like that to help dry them out. But um, yeah, there's no way I could have done. It. I couldn't even pick up one board, and you know Linda's over there like it's nothing. You know, and I'm looking at that thing, and man, I'm rough shape. <laughs> but yeah, I was. She she yelled at me when I tried to pick a board up. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh boy, mom's on me. <laughs> Mama bird's on me." <laughs> yeah, she kept me straight. But no, she yeah, she was a big help getting that stacked up and drying right now. So. But, uh, yeah, everything's there, flooring, uh, appliances, everything's ready to go. I just got to get it to where I'm allowed to pick up a nail gun. I'm not even allowed on my tractor yet. And uh, speaking of tractors, I want to say a big thanks to you again for coming over the other day and cutting my grass again and uh, taking care oh. of that because it'd be, it'd be shoulder high by now. Well, you're <laughs> you always know? helping me, and that's what neighbors should do, Redbone. Correct. What neighbors do in the Ozarks. Right. Exactly. So, Hear that, my neighbors? <laughs> hey, yeah, neighbors, go mow Redbone's yard. You don't have to mow the yard. I, I take care of that, but I do need some bush hog done. Yeah, bush hogging. Well, anyway, guys, we got a great show lined up for you all. You know, food plotting is coming up in the next month. You need to be getting your ground ready. We're going to touch on the topics of getting your food plots ready, uh, stand placements uh, from A to Z. And also we got special guest, Mr. Stephen McCharles from Canada, Ottawa, Canada, going to talk about his company, True North Tree Stands and Blinds. This company is growing enormously and quickly, Wayne. Yeah, they are. And uh, talk about a quality stand and blind. Oh. I mean, and they've got such a good variety. That's the nice thing about them is they're not like a one or two yeah. options and that's it. You know, depending upon, you know, what you want to do, if you're hunting with a buddy, hunting with a son, a daughter, yeah, they got everything to fit you. 
They sure do, Redbone. Cool. Cool. True North. True North Tree Stands out of Canada. TNT. Their website is hunttnt.com. All right. People are probably looking that up right now. Yeah. Just Google True North Tree Stands. Yeah. And you'll you find, it. Yeah. You'll find it. Yeah. Yeah. But we got a great show lined up. Again, we, again, this one repeat. We're going to touch on food plotting, preparation from A to Z, how to get you started. And speaking of getting started. Yeah. Redbone, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just making, making, all, notes. I'm making all my notes so I can get this all put together. Well, now, I, mean, I want to mention one thing before we get started on yeah, that. Yeah. And I was showing you this article that appeared yes, on Facebook. you got to hear this, everybody. The, the, there was a study down on a buck. A buck was captured, and they put a radio collar on him. And during the Missouri rut last November, this deer traveled over two Hundred miles, and you said they they, from, they started north of Kansas City mm-hmm. in northwest Missouri. Now listen to this, everybody. He started in northwest Missouri, north of Kansas, and that's City. where he was born and that's, raised. That's where he was located when they when they put the radio collar on. Okay, him. and they tracked this deer daily, eight and a half miles a day, and he ended up north of St. Louis in ten days. Wow, that's incredible. Ten did days. It, did it say how old that buck was? Uh, no, but I showed Alex a picture of him. Yeah, and he, he looked like oh, a he, nice mature. Oh, he buck. is. He looks like a okay. you know mature deer. Yeah. Okay. But that is just amazing to me. And you know, we always think about these bucks stay you know within so much. Yeah. That well, the, uh, the rut comes in. They're liable to come from anywhere. Exactly. But during the summer months, like now, they won't move far at all. Oh no, yeah, not, it's too no, hot. not now. Yeah. But in the rut, I mean, this deer it's the longest distance that a single buck has ever been recorded traveling. Well, if you think about it. He's he may have been a, chasing that bear that came down through here, remember? Well, that mountain lion from South Dakota. Being <laughs> <laughs> hey, a mountain lion, there's one just about a quarter mile straight up the highway. Oh, yeah. Somebody sent me a, a text yesterday. So we did a quarry right up here on Double O Highway. Oh, yeah. They said, we just saw a mountain lion at the quarry, and he's headed toward the radio station. I said, cool. I'll play him a request. <laughs> <laughs> well, my the neighbor. sleeps tonight. The last show we had uh uh, last week, my neighbor showed me pictures of a mountain lion they got recently yeah. there next to us, Wayne. Mm-hmm. Then I had a neighbor in my yard, uh, one that, that lived on uh, Thunder Ridge, saw a mountain lion in my yard chasing a yearling one time. Wow, that was yeah. two summers ago. Yeah, wow. they're, they're, they're out they're there. Well, you know, they're here. Anyway, going back to that, that deer yeah, travel and that distance, I mean, this is one of the reasons we tell people you have to change your hunting strategy depending upon what time of year you're hunting. You know, we talk about hunting the rut. You you will get a deer that you've never seen on camera. You'll have hundreds mm-hmm. of Alex. You know you do this from your camera all the time. Yeah. You got hundreds of pictures of bucks, and all of a sudden it's like one day this buck will show up, and you'll be like, "I've never seen that buck before." Yeah. But and it could have been came from fifty my miles away. That's why we tell everybody get in those stand, pack your lunch, stay there all yeah. day yeah. long. My my neighbor, I, we share pictures with each other, and I showed him a picture of a buck that I captured last year and videoed. I've never seen that buck. Yep. He brought me over his SD card, and he said, Alex, I just set this camera last night, and I just turned him on to WiseEye, by the way. He's going to start using WiseEye cameras. We ordered his first one. Smart man. Anyway, I'm not going to name his name because he doesn't like to be in the spotlight or talked about, but he, he, he showed me his SD card. He showed me all kinds of bucks. Hmm. All bucks. Hmm. And he said it one night. They come to his feeding station. He didn't have nothing Big over one thirty five, one forty. That he showed but, you. Yeah. No, I had the card. <laughs> oh, he took okay. it right out of his, yeah. He deleted them before he gave them to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. He he wouldn't do that to me, but but we share information. But 
anyway, uh, he's food plotting, and he's doing things right. And I'm telling you all something. I'm going to touch on Wise Eye, and we'll talk about it again later in the show. If you want to step up your game and kill more turkeys and mm-hmm. more bucks, bigger bucks, I shouldn't say more bucks, bigger bucks, get you a Wise Eye. I know it sounds like a hard sell, but am I share your thoughts. Oh, I agree 100%. Before we I go mean, to break. I get uh, updates on my phone all the time with it, and I love it. You know, that's one of the things that kept me kept me going in the hospital for that those three weeks that I was there. Is I loved getting the updates and looking at the pictures, and then my buddy that was next to me kept saying, "You know, well, why does your phone keep dinging?" I said, "I'm getting deer pictures, man. I don't know about you, but I'm enjoying every minute he of this." Thought, he thought you was flatlined. He thought it was your heart monitor. He goes, "He goes, man, you you must be pretty popular." I'm like, "Nope." I said, "It's just my wise eye going off. It's just my wise eye <laughs> going off." Wise eye. But man, getting tons of fun. Dang pictures this year which is fantastic i mean you look the last couple of years we didn't have nearly what we do this year and this yeah. has been a great yeah. year for fawns well i'll tell you what i did see wayne redbone last thursday i went fishing i fished a couple times a week you know that i, I heard got the king yeah. of the river coming up this week by the way mm-hmm. uh, this saturday redbone it'll be the best best we're going to break but i saw a hen three hens with about 15 to 20 pullets that's awesome on the current river everybody we're going to a break we come back uh, we've got Mr. Stephen McCharles of True North Tree Stands. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more American Roots Outdoors right after this. This is Brenda Valentine, and you're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. I can load him in the back of my truck. We can Redbone, what would you say if I could tell you that you could kill a buck on a certain day? I would say you're crazy. There's no way to predict how the bucks are going to move. Well, you're wrong. There's a new camera out called Wise Eye Technologies. These guys can predict the actual deer movement exact time that a deer is going to come through. Really? Wise Eye Technology? This camera has five megapixel pictures, has a GPS system built inside, and it's an experience using this camera. It collects data and tells you the movement, wind direction, everything. On a camera? On a camera. WiseEyeTechnologies.com. And how do I find out more information about these guys? You go to WiseEyeSmartCam.com. I'm using them. You should, too. Make your hunt easier. Use Wise Eye. True North Tree Stands presents... Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge in the studio with Mr. Wayne Locke, a brand manager, also our director of radio, Mr. Redbone Mike Crace. Redbone has promised we've got on the phone from Canada, Stephen McCharles of True North Tree Stands. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, what's the weather doing up there? That's the first thing I want to ask. What, how hot is it? Uh, we're looking at today probably in the uh, mid to high 70s, so we've had some some crazy weather here this year, real real dry spells. Um, you know, the whole month of May, we went we went without rain literally for the entire month, mm. and then uh, we've been getting some good rain uh, periodically here now, um, you know, and, and, and temperature is probably uh, mid to high 80s and, and into the low 90s. Wow. It's hot here. Yeah, say mid seventies. That's that's be like our air conditioning setting right now here. (laughs) It was ninety seven today with the heat index of I think one hundred nine. It got up to yeah, one hundred nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're not there right now. We're 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 actually having a pretty good summer right now. So so tell us about the nights. How cool does it get at night up there in Canada? You are around Ottawa, Canada. Yeah, we're in Ottawa, in the province of Ontario. 
Uh, the last few evenings, last few nights, we've seen temperatures of probably uh, uh, low to mid 40s. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, real great, real great weather to um, to, uh, to to open up the window and and uh, have a real good sleep without all that humidity and heat. Right, uh, even getting into into the uh, the low to mid 50s, uh, you know, it's, it's just great sleeping weather. That's beautiful. It's official. I am moving to Ottawa, Canada. Me too. I'm coming too. We're going to Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have a question for you. How far from Algonquin Park are you? Uh, we're, we're probably two hours from the nearest point of Algonquin Park. Um, uh, it's, it's a huge, huge uh, piece of property. Yes, it is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're probably looking at... Uh, Two hours for us to get to, to one point of Algonquin Park. Okay, the reason I ask is I, as a kid, I used to go up there every year uh, from the time I was about 14 to I was 19 and uh, did yeah. uh, uh, canoe trips up there and got, you know, the fly-ins dropped off, canoed back 200 miles, did all the portaging and all that kind of stuff. And it was just absolutely yeah. beautiful up there. The, the moose come right up to the canoe and some of the best yeah. frogging that you'd ever get um, is up yeah. there because <laughs> the size of their frog looked like... <laughs> I can't even describe oh, it. I mean, yeah, like, two frogs make a meal. Let me put it that way. Yeah. What, what lake would you go into? Uh, well, we would start at uh, we'd fly out of uh, Lake Algonquin, right? You know, the big lake, and then we would go yeah. up to. Uh, I know coming back, I'm trying to think. Remember some of the lakes we did? Uh, we hit big trout, little trout, yeah. um, and I'm trying to think the one that was north of big trout there. And I I'm drawing a blank because I that was. We're talking 30 years well, ago. I'm a little older now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I do remember some of those lakes. And one of the things I learned real quick uh, from fishing up in Canada compared to down here in, mm-hmm. Ohio, in Ohio at the time was that you better tie your rod to your canoe because <laughs> yeah. as those spinners or the, the, the yeah. uh, that nice. would settle down when you're, you know, you stop your canoe because you're reeling in a fish, your buddy's spinner would start settling down. Then lake trout come by, grab it, and your pole be gone. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we lost oh, a few yeah. poles, but man, some beautiful trout up there. Some of the best uh, trout fishing I've ever seen. And uh, the, the pike, just phenomenal. I love Canada. Yeah. I love the people yeah. up there, man. Yeah. It's really cool. I went up there bear hunting uh, one time and, and shot a couple of nice bear. We done uh, spot and stalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, let's talk about true north tree stands. True North Tree Stands, I want everybody here, we are in 19 countries, and in the Midwest, we are on five stations, nine networks. I want everybody to know who True North is. A lot of people already does, but there's people that don't. So, tell us how you come up with the name True North. Well, be, being from Canada, you know, it's uh, it's uh, uh, one, one of uh, Canada's, uh, you know, uh, nickname kind of thing is the true north right yeah. snow and and cold weather and that type of thing right and and i'd gone through a a um a few uh a few lives of of uh working on the tree stands you know and different names and and then um you know i was making a choice between two names and and we won't get into the other one yeah but yeah. uh true north true north just became uh really appropriate for us and uh, the acronym for the tree stands themselves, the brand, the TNT brand, mm-hmm. True North Tree Stands, it just it just really hit home uh, with me. Uh, you know, I had, I had some people design a great logo for it, and uh, for us, it's about it's about just the True North, right? It's that that yes. feeling of being free and uh, mm-hmm. 
and uh, the wilderness and that type of thing. And I think it's just applicable to anywhere that uh, that has that same type of uh, feeling of being being free and and that wilderness and that type of thing, right? So we just really found that the the name was appropriate to the company. Yeah, I would agree because it and it just screams uh, the great outdoors. I mean, true north. Yeah. That's where we all want to go. Yeah, exactly. And we're looking at your website right now on the big screen here in the studio. And, man, a good-looking website. We want to encourage everybody to go to their website. You can Google True North, and uh, it will come up. Yeah, or go to hunttnt.com. Yes, hunttnt.com. Right. But you can Google True North. Right. But, uh, so you come up with the idea, you're, you're a big bow hunter, big deer hunter, uh, rifle hunter. You come up with the idea to start a tree stand company. How many years ago did you come up with that? Well, I'll tell you how it started, Alex, and, and, and guys, is that, um, you know, when I first started bow hunting and uh, bow hunting from a, from a stand, like a lot of people, we built wooden stands and, and got in the wooden stands, and they were cumbersome, and you couldn't move them around and that type of thing, right? So I went out and bought bought a few hang-ons, and, and, and again, I just, uh, and I, I say this, uh, I say this line to people, uh, and it and it gives you, it probably gives you a sense of what I'm talking about, but... Some of those stands in the early days, those heavy steel stands, you literally had to be a gorilla to hang them, right? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you so know, yeah. uh, so so I started tinkering with with different ideas, and and uh, you know, I, I I really put a lot of um, thought into uh, ways of making uh, the installation of tree stands easier and safer. And it was probably 25 years ago that I designed my very first uh, bracket for for a, a tree stand. And it was it was very practical and it worked great. It was secure and uh, you know it, it could take uh, quite a load, but I did, just didn't f- find that it was aesthetically uh, attractive. Uh, so so I kept continued to work on it. Uh, we had I personally had some setbacks. You know you lose people in your family. Oh, yeah. uh, you know you, you lose loved ones and and it throws you off and it sets you back and stuff. And then probably. Seven or eight years ago, I really got back into it, and I really started to focus on, on wanting to, to design uh, and provide the finest tree stands available in the industry. And, and for example, the new, the new uh, TNT um, uh, Quick Hitch V-Bracket, uh, we just find that the, the design of the product uh, and, and how it works, we find that it's, it's, it's the, the finest bracket out there. You know, like there are other oh, it is. out there. It is. I, I remember when you yeah. first came out with it. Yeah, uh, it's it's got a, a a quarter inch to zero tolerance. So when you drop the, the stand into the bracket, it it won't move. It's just there's a zero tolerance there. And then also with the the uh, the bark biting feature of it, we've all experienced um, getting on a tree stand and having your tree stand shift for for those mm-hmm. one or two or three inches until it seats itself. Well, it's it's enough to give you a heart attack, literally, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, so, no, I don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> you know we we want, we wanted to take that away the, those types of experiences away yeah. from the hunter. So we went, set out to really uh, design uh, the finest uh, tree stands in the industry because I felt we could do better. I really felt that we could offer better. So that's why I really got into it, and uh, it's become a passion, and uh, we feel that we're doing it right now. And, you know, looking at the website, we're seeing uh, several different designs, and, and, of course, all the stands anybody could want from the climbing to the ladder, hang-ons and, and towers and blinds. And we'll talk about all those when we come back. We need to take a break. We'll be back with more American Roots Outdoors Radio in a moment. Hey, everybody, this is Michael Water with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. 
Don't miss an episode. Hornady Ammunition presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors. Alex Rutledge getting in the studio with Redbone Mike Crace and Wayne Locke and our special guest, Mr. Stephen McCharles of True North Tree Stands. And we've learned a lot about how you come up with the idea and why you come up with the idea of a better tree stand. Let me tell you something. I've been in the ground level of this True North for the last three or four years, and we put over 700 pounds on a tree stand. It would not budge. I'm wow. telling you, with seven hundred three three guys standing on it, actually four people standing on it, we had over seven hundred pounds on it, and you could not make the stand bend or move. It's unbelievable. Wow. That is unbelievable, and it's safe. It's the safest tree stand out there that I've ever seen. Wow, you know, uh, Stephen, I did want to ask you, and which was the first of the stands that you developed? Was it the ladder, the hang on, or the uh, self climbing? Yeah, no, we. Uh we set out, like I said, uh, with respect to the hang-ons, we felt that, uh, uh, we could, we could, you know, we, we felt that there could be better and it, and I set out to, to develop the hang-on stand and it's the first, uh, it's the first one that we developed was the hang, the bracket hung. Uh, we ne- we never did, uh, develop a, a traditionally hung stand, uh, for a number of reasons, but the, the biggest reason was, uh, the safety factor and installation. I so thought, we, we, we yeah. developed, we developed the hang-ons first, yeah. Yeah, and, and so tell us why is, is, is the safety of the hang-on, why is it better than the others? What's the difference? Well, you know, you, you, you're, you're, with our, with our quick edge V-bracket, you're looking at 14 ounces, right? Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the design of it and, and the manufacturing of it make it in, incredibly strong. You're, you're hanging a 14 ounce bracket on a, on a, you know, a three or four or six thousand pound ratchet strap, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you're not carrying up that, 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 there's two things with respect to the tree stands. It's it's the weight of them, and it's also the mass. So these these things are typically fairly big. You get into some of the larger platform stands. It's a big product. It's not always about how heavy they are. It's about it's about handling this big device, yes. right? Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So when when you when you're installing a 14 ounce bracket, you have your you know you have your climbing system up, and you have your lineman's belt, your TMA certified harness and lineman's belt. And you're installing a, a, a 14 ounce bracket, then you pull up the stand and drop it in. It's a far more secure, far yes. more uh, safe uh, method of hanging a tree stand. Yeah, I've had it out of True North for several years now. I got a couple of them, and I can tell you, uh, when you invest money, it's like buying anything. You you either buying a, a Cadillac or you're buying a Volkswagen. You know, these are the Cadillac tree stands in the industry today, I promise you. And I promise you, these guys are growing fast, this company. You're going to see more and more of these tree stands in the States, everywhere. <laughs> you know, Alex, yeah. you know, Stephen was talking about, it sounds like the simplicity of this hanging system. Oh. And, and, and you got to wonder, why didn't somebody come up with this before? Because there wasn't Stephen McCharles. I, I guess that's it. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> It's, so, another, it's another one of those. It's another one of those truth. things. It's another one of those things that you go. Why didn't I come up with that? Right. Well, here's the deal. I know Stephen. He he flew in uh, four years ago, 
four years ago, and he come to hang out with me, and we talk about his tree stands. He brought some tree stands with him. I had Todd Coffin all to come in from Wisconsin, who was helping us with social media, and we met and talked and went over the products. Uh, this guy's a perfectionist, and I'm not trying to blow wind up your coat, Stephen. I'm just telling you what I see. Perfectionist. Yeah. Uh, he builds uh, fences in Canada. Uh, got a, a decking business. All kinds of stuff he does. A carpenter, uh, but he's a perfectionist. And he's a serious hunter, and he's not just somebody out here trying to make money. He's somebody that sleeps, eats, and breathes hunting. So this guy has designed a product that every hunter is going to want. So the question I want to say or statement I want to make is when you invest your money in buying a tree stand, do you want to invest in a $99 stand or a $150, $200 stand that you know is going to keep your family or you safe? That's the thing I think about, Wayne. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, in every lifetime, there's a genius that is born that uh, ends up inventing something. You got the Wright brothers, you got Edison, and now you got McCharles. So, <laughs> you know, so now my kids can grow up knowing that they, 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 came, they, yeah. they grew up in a lifetime of another genius. Yeah, you know? See, now his head's going to get so big, he's not going to be able to get back in his car. Hey, I want to get off on something, off the subject a little bit, but, but I want to talk on uh, food plotting real quick with you, Stephen, because I know you food plot too. And, and share some of your strategies, so we're going to get back on the subject of uh, True North. Uh, now people know about True North, mm-hmm. and a lot of people already did. But uh, what yeah. do you do to prepare your food plots? we got three minutes before we go to a break here. What are some of the things you do? Do you do, you do, do you a pH check? Do you take a sample? That's, that's number one, Alex. It's, 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 uh, I'm still learning a lot about food plots, but uh, something through research and, and study and and uh, you know the internet's a real powerful, powerful tool. Yes, uh, I think for anybody that's looking to get into it, you want to make sure that you have the right soil and the right pH. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think that's where it all starts, right? And then yes. um, you know, it's it's uh, preparing the soil prior to seeding uh, is is for me. I think it's probably the most important thing uh, with respect to, to food plot. I would agree one hundred percent, gentlemen. What do you think? You know, then the next is the right amount of lime to get your pH where it needs to be, and the right fertilizers for the type of food plot you're planting. And, you know, you want to go in there and you can break it up with a disc or a spring tooth. I use a spring, spring tooth. tooth yeah. We use a spring tooth. You guys use spring tooths in Canada? Uh, I, for the, this is the first year, Alex, and uh, on the property we're at. Yeah. And uh, I, had, I had somebody come in and till, and I know a lot of people don't believe in tilling. Yeah. But we, no uh, till drill. we tilled it up yeah. early enough and uh, – and uh, sprayed it right. Yep. And um, uh, I, in the future, we'll we'll probably disc it. But to get a real good uh, uh, base of, of good yeah. solid earth, we yeah. tilled it and then sprayed it. So awesome. in the future, we'll we'll be disking it. Well, I need we need to get you some eagle seeds sent up there. I need to hook you up with Brad Dole. We do so you can. They're one of our partners here with American Roots, and get you some of the eagle seed up there. The smorgasbord is the number one selling food plot. And it will do good up north there because I used it in Ohio and, you know, the temperatures off the lake there, you know, it was nothing for me to be hunting at, you know, 40 below zero temps. Uh, and I know yep. that same, you guys get the same weather up there and I had no problem with my food plots up there. So you should have no problem with it either. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to, to you know, co-brand and work with the same types of people. Awesome stuff right here. 
Yeah. We're going to go to a break, everybody. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors. Again, we got Stephen McCharles with True North Tree Stands. We're talking about food plots right now. Then we're going to get back into talking about some more of the products they have at True North. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more American Roots Outdoors right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Jessica White with Wonder Woman, Kansas. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. Around your heart. So you never gotta worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Rutledge with American Roots Outdoors. How many of you need an attorney? If you're like me, sometimes you do. I go to Zane Prevet at the Prevet Law Office, Willow Springs, Missouri. No case is too big or too small. You can call Zane at 417-469-3535. Zane Brevet at the Brevet Law Office. This is Alex Rutledge, and he is my attorney. Eagle Seed Presents... Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors again. Alex Rutledge in the studio at K Country 95. I have not been here in the studio for several weeks. A while. Yeah. I had to ride with Alex to remember where the studio was. It's been so long for me. (laughs) We've been doing phone-ins, you know, call-ins. But, uh, you know, that's what makes the show cool. We're being real, and we're being real people. So, again, we've got on the show with us Stephen McCharles of True North Tree Stands, a true innovator, and his number one focus is safety. From the Great White North. Yeah, from the Great White North. Great great White North, the true North. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're talking about is food plots, and he's a big white tail hunter red bone. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, once you get your your seed planted, we hope you use Eagle Seed Smorgasbord that I helped design Mm -hmm. for that company. And once you get it planted, you don't have to have it, you know, half an inch to an inch coverage on it. And what we do in, in the Ozarks, uh, we drag it with an old railroad tie or a piece of railroad steel, or we'll cut a cedar tree, uh, Stephen, to drag it all in. Yeah, you say cedar trees make great drags when you're putting yeah. in seed, yeah. Yeah. So that's how we drag it in. Once we get it dragged and fertilized in, we try to, to break our ground early and get the lime in there and get the pH right. Then, then next after that, after we get our poop plot set and our mineral site set in those areas, uh, we set our trail cameras up. And what I like to do, is, right now I've got all of my wise eye trail cameras, uh, Redbone, Stephen, Wayne, yeah. uh, set over sulfur blocks because I had a serious insect uh, tick problem. Mm-hmm. They was absolutely covering my deer, and I put a, the sulfur blocks out about a month and a half ago, and now I'm getting pictures of deer with no ticks on them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, and it just yeah. creates a healthier deer herd, doesn't it, Stephen? For sure it does, yeah. yeah we're uh, we're blessed here. Uh, uh, Paulette and I, we, we purchased a 24-acre farm mm-hmm. uh, probably 30 minutes east of, of Ottawa, and uh, we've, got a, we've got a pond, a water hole here uh, on our property, and, and it appears to have a pretty good source of sulfur in it naturally. Mm-hmm. So we're blessed there that the deer have a source of it, but... Uh, I appreciate what you're saying, Alex. When you see deer loaded with ticks, it sure is an attractive thing. 
Well, it isn't, it, it, and it's depressing, you know, and it's just, you know, it's just not good for to, for your wildlife management. It also makes you not want to eat that deer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You'd be getting lots of protein extra. I mean, I've, I've seen deer that, I, you know, that, that were just covered up, and you know, yeah, no, I'm not shooting that deer. Yeah. yeah. Stephen, I'm not, I'm not I, putting that in my freezer. Croutons. Yeah, I want to I wanna, uh, make the connection with you with the wise eye folks. You're going to love the, the monk family. Harold and Daryl yeah. Monk, you're going to love them and yeah. get you hooked up on their program so you can run their cameras up in Canada if you'd be interested in doing that. Uh, For sure we would. It's pretty neat. Uh, the camera, the pictures come to your laptop, your iPhone, any smartphone, and, and it's fed off of five satellites, 12 megapixel. Uh, the, the pictures are the, some of the clearest pictures I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it comes in instantly yeah. to your, your smartphone or whatever. But uh, they, they file each picture. It takes deer pictures and creates a file on your uh, algorithm on your smartphone or iPad. Then it takes bear, uh, not bear, but hogs and creates for hogs under one file and turkeys under another, then others. Wow, others could cool. be predators or humans or whatever. And it files it yep. and it creates an algorithm in the data and it tells you the best times and which time has the most activity when you need to hunt that area. So it does the homework for you. Cool. Yep, for yeah, sure. you can you can even pick a target buck. Yeah. And it, the software will identify that buck and notify you whenever that buck, that one particular buck, comes in front of your camera. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I could be using that stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. When we hang up here uh, end of the show, we're gonna we're gonna give you all the information and, and set you up with them so you can get you hooked up. Yeah. You know, one one thing, guys, I was yeah, glad I to, glad to hear him mention was a watering hole because I yeah. think yeah. that is one yeah. very underutilized. Uh, aspect of a food plot that people do not take advantage of is a water hole and i I got two questions for you on this on your water hole one is how big is your water hole and two did it uh was it able to survive the drought that you had uh i know you guys had a a dry spell going on for a while am i speaking with uh wayne yes yes wayne yeah so so wayne uh we on the property we have we have a fairly uh good sized water hole we're probably looking at um it's a it's a pond, a good sized pond, probably an acre, an acre in size, and wow. it's quite deep. So that that will never dry up, or I just can't see it dry up, drying up. It's uh, it's fed with a, a stream from from across the road uh, from us. Wow. And um, and then and then that that larger pond feeds the smaller one. The smaller one is is up and down with respect to how much water there is in it. But the deer are, are actually uh, walking the edge of the bigger one and getting in there to. To use the water, and um, you know, it's it's just uh, the, it, there's a lot of activity around it with respect to deer. There's a lot of thick cover right around the pond for them, mm-hmm. so they're 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 moving around. But it just seems that they're right now, especially in the hot summer, they're always attracted back to the pond. Well, that's definitely bigger than the water holes we're used to down here. But, <laughs> yeah. but everything up in Canada is bigger. The, oh, yeah. The yeah. bluffs yeah. are bigger. I, the, you know. I thought that was Texas. <laughs> yeah, well, Texas, Texas too. Like that. Texas right, so, too, Alex, and, and here's the question, and forever, who wants to answer? If someone is looking at their property and wanting to put a food plot, and, and Wayne brings up a good point, you need water close by, I think. Always. Do you want your water extremely close, maybe even joining your food plot? Or that's do you, what or, we do. Or I do guess. you want a travel a travel no. lane between the the water and the food plot for hunting. I keep mine 
in the food plot. It's at Me the too. far end of the food plot on the downhill yeah. slope. We want them close. So it stays filled with water. Keep everything. And what I do is I plant most of my food, the smorgasbord, the food in the middle of my property. I don't want to plant my food plots on the edges of the property. Right. No disrespect to my neighbors, but I want to keep the deer in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's a strategy that works very well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, here we are. We got one more segment after this. Then we wrap it up. Uh, for the the bonus, yeah, we're doing the, the bonus segment, yeah, yeah, the bonus segment, yeah. But uh, we've got one more segment after this, right? Well, this is it. This is wraps the yeah, show. Yeah, this up is the end of the radio show. Yeah, you know, time flies. Huh? Well, this show has flown by. Yeah. yeah. So, so what we want to do real quick here before we wrap up the radio part of the show here, tell everybody how they can follow True North Tree Stands real quick. Yeah. Well, you can you can you know check out the website regularly. It's uh, it's going to be providing you a lot of information about the. The new stands, the new models, and, and uh, redesigns that we have coming up. Uh, you can you can join us on Facebook, or, Facebook or on Instagram, Twitter uh, at True North Tree Stands. Uh, uh, it's that simple. And uh, a like or a follow on Instagram, and, and you'll be getting all the no- notifications and stuff of what's coming from True North. That's awesome. Yeah, and Alex, I was noticing on their website that they have three new hang-on stands that are coming out this fall, and and one new climbing stand that's coming out this fall. So we got just a couple of minutes here, Stephen. Tell us about the new stands. So, so uh, what you're seeing on the website with respect to the self climbers, uh, we've actually redesigned since uh, the images. Uh, Without going into too much detail, guys, we have a a new cable system that's coming out Mm -hmm. uh, in the next. Uh, three to four months. It'll be a patented product. We feel that uh, that it's going to um, it's going to be something huge with respect to cable climbers uh, to the point where we believe we may be having people ask us to license the product. It's going to be oh, yeah. it's going to awesome. be revo- revolutionary with respect to uh, self climbers. Uh, with respect to the the three new hang ons, uh, it may be a fourth with an aluminum uh, two man mentor hang hang on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current one weighs approximately 49 pounds. We want to reduce that weight to make it easier to install. And then we also have our two-man uh, two-man uh, ladder stand that we feel offers more features uh, in a two-man uh, ladder than any other product out there. Awesome stuff. So we've stuff. got some really exciting stuff coming, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to add product. Uh, the thing with True North is that we're not just throwing out product. We're, we, we bring out product that has a purpose. Yes, so, yes. That's what I love about Stephen McCharles. If you're going to do it, he's going to do it right. Well, and look at this new uh, – I, like I like the dual ladder stands. Yeah. And this one, you know, a lot of the ladder stands, you see, it's got one big seat. The yeah, apprentice. and this is the apprentice I'm looking at. It's actually got two separate seats with a rail in the middle between them. Yeah, that's, that's comfortable. So I think, I think, I think there's, there's, there's a, a beer cup holder up there, too, is it there, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Alex? You got a coffee cup holder or a beer cup holder up there too? It looks like. Yeah, yeah, I'll be a coffee cup, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, him saying that, I don't think he's really from Canada. <laughs> uh, it's, it's up here. We don't drink a lot of beer. It's it's uh, it's uh, that that whiskey that we drink up here. <laughs> well, see now that changes everything. I, I watched that movie Strange Brew in like the mid. Early '80s, yeah. that got me hooked on what Canada was like. Good, you know, good day, hey, you know. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, you, got, you got to say, hey, do a for us real quick. Say, What's hey, that? say, hey, 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 hey. 
Having a good time here, eh? <laughs> yes, we have, man. I love it. <laughs> Stephen McCharles, everybody, go check them out. Go to their website, Instagram, Facebook, follow them. You guys are going to want these stands. They're going to be coming to America. They're already here in some places, but it's fixing to explode. I'm going to be proud to be hunting out of them. Thank you for joining the show. we got the bonus segment coming up to talk about. We're going to wrap it up right here for the radio show. Yeah, just head over to your favorite podcast carrier, look up American Roots Outdoors, and uh, subscribe to us, and uh, you'll hear the rest of the show. And if you missed any of the show already, guys, uh, you go to the podcast. You can hear the, uh, the entire or show. Or website. Yep, you hear the entire show in its entirety if you missed any of it today. There you have it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thank you, Steve. And remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do, American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. presents American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge and friends. This is Wayne Luck. i got Alex Rutledge in the studio, Mike Crace. And we have uh, Mr. McCharles still on the phone with us. We're going to continue our radio segment. If you've heard that already, you're going to get the extra bonus segment right now. If you're listening to this, that means you're on our podcast. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe so you can follow us weekly. We've got, I uh, believe we're getting ready to approach, Alex, our 100th episode coming up shortly here. Yes. Uh, so, guys, you got got uh, three years, three seasons worth of uh, shows you can go back and listen to, some great information and stuff. Great guests that we've had in the past, but... Um, well, let's. I, I tell you I, what, I'm excited about the giveaway. Whoever gives us a, a yeah. Radio, a, if you're listening to this, yep. If do. you're listening to this, we have a giveaway we're going to be doing with True North Tree Stands. You're going to be listen getting, to this. You're going to be getting home. a climber tree stand from True North, folks. If uh, you have not checked these out, you've got to get on their web page and check them out. This is a, a one of the top of the line tree well, stands the that safest, they make. The it's, a, it's safe, and you're going to love the comfort of these. True North Tree Stands. Yeah. HuntingTNT.com. Yeah. HuntingTNT.com. Mike, I know you're a ground hunter. You want to talk to him about the ground blinds that they're making. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm almost 61 years old, and, and I'm not comfortable up in a tree at my age yeah. because normally I'm hunting by myself, uh-huh, uh-huh. and, and it, it just doesn't feel safe. So I, I, I like to either hunt the open at the base of a tree or in a blind. And we didn't talk about it on the radio show, Stephen, but y'all also produce blinds and a tower blind that just looks fantastic. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, so so uh, it's, it'll be available, you know, with, with uh, um, COVID and, and the effects of COVID and so on. Uh, we are late on some of our product, but we're going to have some of the tower blinds, six-foot tower blinds available uh, in September. Um, you know, it's, it's a six foot tower with a, uh, a real nice, um, it's a, it's a UV resistant, uh, scent resistant, uh, uh, blind, mm-hmm. uh, that offers some really great, uh, openings for shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, uh, the windows of the blind are, are, uh, very appropriate to bow hunting. Um, so we have the six foot blind that'll be available, uh, this coming September. And then we have for the 2022 season uh, a second uh, six-foot blind, but instead of a square platform, we're going to a uh, an octagon platform uh, as opposed to a four-by-four four platform. It'll be six-by-six. Six. 
and then that same uh, blind and 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 platform footprint will be available on a 17 foot tower. So for Ooh. anybody that has issues uh, going up a, a a climbing stick or yeah a yeah. ladder stand, uh, we're going to be offering a, a six foot uh, tower tower blind on uh, on a, uh, a six by six uh, octagon pl- platform, and then also the 17 foot. It's just, uh, you know, climbing a ladder, a typical ladder, um, a lot of people just feel more secure. You're going to have side rails to support you going up. They just feel more uh, more secure. So we, we have some new things coming, and we're looking at uh, developing some just typical ground blinds. But, you know, things that are, we, we, we don't just want to come out with products. We want to come out with products that have a purpose. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, there's still some research to be done with the ground blinds, but... Um, yeah, like we're, we're, we're really excited about the tower blinds. Uh, the, the response has been incredible. Uh, it's a great product. Well, I, that six-foot one really piqued my interest because not only is yeah. it not that high off the ground, my wife might actually get him something that. <laughs> she does this. She's yeah. afraid of step stools. But, get her um, a tree stand with you. But like for my property, Alex, which was unfortunately yeah. clear-cut severely yeah. you know, a few years back, all my trees are young. So a six-foot tree or a six-foot tree stand would actually put me at the right height for yeah. coverage for the, the trees height. around me, yeah. right? Because a 17-foot one, I'd be above the trees. <laughs> I would stick out. You couldn't see very good. Yeah, yeah above the tree. Well, and, and I don't know, if, uh, Stephen, can we mention the price point that's listed on the website uh, for the uh, the Camel Lot Tower Blind? I mean, can we mention the price point? Uh, if, if you have it, it's, it's difficult for us to see here right now. We're, we're in the, sure. uh, it's in the three vehicle. Ni- it's 398 398 US? Yep. Yeah, three three ninety nine ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're looking at selling the the, the Camelot uh, at you know five ninety nine Canadian, so it'd yeah. be roughly the same kind of price in the U.S. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. fantastic. Is there any dealerships that you have like down here now where people can go to get some of your stands? Uh, we're we're currently working on our our uh, dealer network. Uh, we have a good group of marketing guys working for us and uh, salespeople coming in. Uh, we're really focused um, on on uh, being um, a player in the U.S. in 2022. Uh, we're planting seeds and we're preparing for a big year in 2022, guys. With our product being available in a lot of a lot of dealers and some of the big box stores and that type of thing. Excellent. That's beautiful. Well, we're going to keep everybody advised too. Oh, so we, we'll be, as soon as you get anybody, you let us know, and we'll get the word out right away. Yeah. That's for sure. And we can yeah. also send some dealers your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. any dealers listening, you want the True North Tree Stands, you need to get a hold of these guys. Get a hold of Stephen yeah. McCharles so we can get you set up because we're going to be promoting them hard. People's going to be coming into your stores yeah. saying, where's True North Tree Stands? Where's True North Blinds? Yeah. We heard about it. Yeah. So we want to get people fired up. Yeah what, what, yeah, what we're currently doing, guys, is for any American consumer that are looking for the tree stand or, or uh, whatever product we have available right now, uh, they can send us an email at info at hunttnt.com okay. or check out our website at hunttnt.com and send us a message. Uh, what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll look up whatever the shipping of that specific product is to their address. And if it works for them, then, then we can do the, uh, do the purchase through PayPal and they get their product probably within a week. There oh, you nice. go. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and there is a contact link on the on the website uh, down at the bottom under quick links. Uh, just a uh, contact us, and yeah, I think I think it looks like a great product. Well, I know it is. Well, you know, one I've of the things that he had mentioned. Well, you had mentioned Stephen is that uh, you have a scent 
um, resistant fabric to your ground blinds and your and your tower stands. Did I hear you correctly on that? I'm speaking to Wayne, right? Yes. Yeah, Wayne. Uh, if if you go onto the Camelot page of our website, uh, at the lower part of it, there's a list of items that uh, that the the, um, the characteristics of the blind, and one of them is actually a scent a scent resistant. Uh, uh, fabric built into the blind. Uh, there, are, there are two or three uh, different characteristics that just make this blind a real good uh, setup, whether hunting on the tower or at ground level. Okay, because one of the problems that we've always had is, you know, your ground blind can pick up, you know, a mold scent real easy. You keep yeah. it in your barn, you keep it in your garage or whatever, uh, gas fumes, uh, you know, CO fumes and stuff like that but yeah. the other thing that we've always had problems with it seems like with a lot of ground blinds over the past years has been uh, the uh the sun just bleaching them out yes. and then they stick out like a yeah. freaking sore thumb in the middle of the field yeah. i mean look at the ones that Alex, about a year right yeah look at the ones i put out last year yeah. and this year you could you know 300 yards away and it's like oh there's wayne's blind you yeah. know because I mean, it sticks out like a sore thumb <laughs> you know i mean so yeah, do, you, well, our, do you have protection on those yeah. too correct we have we have mold resistant uh fabric and, and and i like i said i don't have the the page up in front of me but we have mold resistant uh, uv resistant material in a lot of our products and uh if i remember correctly that would include the camelot tower tower blind and that's important that's yeah. the stuff then that's that's the small things like that the small details mm-hmm. that you could tell this stuff was developed by someone who hunts and knows what they want and what they need, and not opposed to some, you know, guy wearing glasses with a little tape in the middle, you know, trying to design something, thinking he knows what he's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we, we've put a lot of thought into what we're doing here, guys, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Again, thank you for being on the show. You've been a great guest, and I can't wait to meet your beautiful, beautiful girlfriend, fiance. I know she's beautiful. So, <laughs> I can hear it in her voice. Can you hear it? You can hear it? Yep. But anyway, thank you for joining us, everybody. Support TNT, True North Tree Stance, Stephen McCharles and his staff. Uh, we're gonna, sure going to be supporting them, I promise you. We're going to be hunting out of their stands and their blinds. Uh, again, thank you for joining. Uh, be sure to give us a review. Everybody's listening across the country, the world, and uh, sign up for the drawing because we're going to give away a True North Tree Stand Climbing Stand. Yep, details will be on Facebook uh, on Monday. Yeah, Monday. There you have it, folks. Thank you again, Stephen. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Remember, when your roots run deep and strong, Stephen. There's no reason to fear the wind. Have a good day, eh? There we go. Hey, see you, hey. <laughs> Good show, eh? Good show, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, now let's go put a shrimp on the barbie. Oh, wait, I'm in the wrong country. I'm in the wrong country. All right. See y'all. All right, take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you.